Hello and welcome to Parsha for Non-Revitans, where we spend up to five minutes discussing Parsha's Hashavua. So you don't come to the table thinking, wait, what Parsha is it this week? We'll start with a brief recap of the Parsha and then move on to a short thought. I'm Esther Kurtz, your resident non-Revitan, and let's do this. Parsha's Peshalach is another one of those Parshas that live in the consciousness of every Jew. Kriyas Yamsov, Mechamas Amalek, and more. So, let's start at the beginning. B'nai Yisrael leave Mitzrayim, and instead of going straight to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem has them go a roundabout way because Hashem feared that if there was any hint of a war with another tribe, like the Plishtim along the way, B'nai Yisrael would run back to Mitzrayim. Hashem protected B'nai Yisrael with the Anani HaKavod during the day and the Amad Eish at night. This is where they camped in Sukkot, and we got, well... Sukkot. Next, Hashem tells Moshe that he's strengthening Paro's heart so he'll pursue B'nai Yisrael and then the Mitzrayim and Paro will really know who Hashem is. It all happens according to Hashem's plan and B'nai Yisrael are camping near the Yamsuf and they see the Mitzrayim coming and have a complete meltdown. Moshe calms them down, telling them that Hashem will save the day. Following Hashem's instructions, Moshe raises his mata over the Yamsuf and it splits and B'nai Yisrael merrily trapes through to the other side. The Mitzrayim follow after until Moshe reverses the nace and the vertical walls of water came crashing down onto the Mitzrayim, drowning them. B'nai Yisrael sing Shira, which you know as Az Yashir, in davening, and of course Miriam led the women in singing and dancing and with tambourines. Next, B'nai Yisrael travel three days without water. They get to Mara, where there's water, but it's bitter. So Moshe performs a nace and the water was sweetened. A month later, their food ran out, and B'nai Yisrael kvetched and reminisced about the food in Mitzrayim. Hashem responded with man. There were some instructions to it. Take only for the day, don't leave any over, take a double portion for Shabbos, etc. Some people didn't listen, angering Hashem, and Hashem told Moshe to take a jar of man and it would be kept in the Mishkan. B'nai Yisrael traveled further, arriving in Rafidim, and the water ran out again. B'nai Yisrael complained, Again, and Hashem told Moshe to hit a certain rock, and voila, water came out. And then, bum, 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 Amalek attacks. Moshe has Yeshua gather an army, and he does. Meanwhile, Moshe goes to the top of a hill to Davin, with Aaron and Hor holding up his hands to keep them in place. B'nai Yisrael are victorious. Huzzah! Hashem then tells Moshe to write down the story because Hashem is going to wipe out Amalek and that this battle with Amalek continues from generation to generation. The Parsha ends here with the dramatic stories continuing into the next Parsha. This week's part is brought to you by the Be'er Yosef, which is a favorite of my family. So the Pasuk says that B'nai Yisrael left Mitzrayim with Chamushim. What is this Chamushim? It's a weird word. Rashi explains it two ways. Either it means armed, or like you may have learned, one-fifth referring to the four-fifths of B'nai Yisrael that passed away during Makas Choshech because they weren't worthy to leave Mitzrayim. Chagim Yonasan explains the armed explanation as not literal arms, but armed with misfos and chased. But that seems to contradict what Rashi said in last week's Parsha that B'nai Yisrael were not doing so well in the mitzvah department, and that's why Hashem gave them the Karpen Pesach and Brismila to get some schosim. The Targum Yonasan also says that the Pasuk is saying that each of the 600,000 men between 20 and 60 had five kids with them. 
how do they all have exactly five kids? That just seems like a weird stretch. How can we square this all away? Hold on tight. This is a good one. So going back to the four-fifths of B'nai Yisrael that died, they may have not merited to leave Mitzrayim, but their kids are innocent and were unpunished, which means that B'nai Yisrael suddenly had a lot of orphans. Who's going to take care of them? Who's going to raise them? You guessed it, the rest of Kal Yisrael. And that's what Targum Yonasan is saying. Each family had five families with them, one of their own, and four orphan families. And this is a tremendous chassad. So yes, B'nai Yisrael were armed with mitzvos. This answer satisfies both statements from Targum Yonasan and both explanations of Rashi on the word chamushim. How's that for a neat bow? Wishing you a good Shabbos and see you next Parsha. Don't forget to enter this week's raffle. All you got to do is ask a question on this week's Parsha. No answer is needed. The form is in the show notes. And congrats to this past week's winner, Isara Lehman. Questions or comments, or if you want to sponsor a prize, email me at emuna4nr at gmail.com. That's E-M-U-N-A-H, the number four, N-R at gmail.com.